Hello and welcome to Pray With Me. Let's get these blessings started. I'm your host, Pamela Staten, and today is Wednesday, June 9th, and it's the funeral of my Aunt Pearl, um, my mother's longest friend from New Jersey. And um, I know it's a sad day for all of us as her body gets laid to rest. Um, On a more positive note, I'm so glad that you came to pray with me, like I said, and for us to continue our relationship and fellowship with the Lord. I cannot tell you how happy and pleased he is with each and every one of us that is showing this dedication. It truly works. So stay with us. Okay. Let us pray. In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. Heavenly Father, I call on you right now in a special way. It is through your power that I was created. Every breath I take, every morning I wake, And every moment of every hour, I live under your power. Father, I ask you now to touch me with that same power. For if you created me from nothing, you can certainly recreate me. Fill me with the healing power of your spirit. Cast out anything that should not be in me. Mend what is broken. Root out any unproductive cells. Open any blocked arteries or veins. And rebuild any damaged areas. Remove all inflammation and cleanse any infection. Let the warmth of your healing love pass through my body to make new any unhealthy areas so that my body will function the way you created it to function. And Father, restore me to full health in mind, body, and spirit so that I may serve you the rest of my life. I ask this through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. I hope that makes whatever is hurting feel better. God's word day by day says, do not neglect the gift that is in you. At the time you accepted Jesus Christ as your savior, God gave you certain spiritual gifts to use in ministry to others. The way in which you express those gifts is uniquely linked to the talents he has given you and the skills he has helped you develop. Nobody who has lived before you has been just like you. No one alive on earth today is just like you. Not even a sibling who is your twin. Nobody who will ever live will be just like you, including your children. You are a unique and very special creation of God designed for a particular purpose on this earth that God has had in mind from eternity past. Accept who God has made you to be. Amen. Be right back. Now, commanding your morning, a daily devotional says, keep in line with your prayers. Don't pick on people, jump on their failures, criticize their faults, unless, of course, you want the same treatment. 
that critical spirit has a way of boomeranging. It's this whole traveling roadshow mentality all over again, playing a holier-than-thou part instead of just living your part. When we leave prayer and go out into the world, we don't contradict the faith we expressed in prayer with doubt expressed to others. This is one expression of praying without ceasing. What we say to others throughout the day is in line with what we spoke to God about in private. And then our actions and attitudes follow suit. Our whole being focuses in on our goals and purposes with laser-like precision. Not only that, but we also begin to affect the atmosphere wherever we go. It is like we walk around in an ever-enlarging cloud of the kingdom of God. And the more places we go and the more consistent we are in aligning our words and actions with the word and will of God, the bigger that cloud grows around us and over those we interact with each day. Amen. Dear God, my words determine the course of my day, so I will not only pray your word today, but I will also keep declaring and believing it, knowing you will answer, because I pray according to your will. In the name of Jesus. Amen. God's gifts. I asked God to give me happiness, and God said no. He said that he gives me blessings. Happiness is up to me. I asked God to take away my pride, and God said no. He said it was not for him to take away, but for me to give up. I asked God to spare me pain, and God said no. He said suffering draws you apart from worldly cares and brings you closer to me. I asked God to grant me patience, and God said no. He said patience is a byproduct of tribulations. It isn't granted, it is earned. I asked God to make my spirit grow, and God said no. He said I must grow on my own, but he would prune me to make me fruitful. I asked God for all things that I might enjoy life, and God said no. He said I gave you life that you may enjoy all things. I asked God to help me love others as much as he loves me. And God said, finally, you have the idea. Amen. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Of whom should I be afraid? Of whom should I be afraid? The Lord is my light and my help. Whom should I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Before whom should I shrink? There is one thing I ask of the Lord for this I long, to live in the house of the Lord 
all the days of my life. I believe I shall see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Hope in God and take heart. Hope in the Lord. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Of whom should I be afraid? Amen. Stand by, we'll be right back. God's promises day by day. The ways of man are before the eyes of the Lord and he ponders all his paths. All Abraham knew was that God wanted him to move. He didn't have a clue about the final destination. Nothing about the weather or the crime rate in the area. No information about the neighborhood he'd live in or the problems he would have to face. Nothing. He knew only that God had told him to go. If you're waiting on God to fill in all the shading in your picture, you will never take the first step in obeying his will. You must be prepared to trust his plan, knowing it will be full of surprises. Amen. And now prayers from the wilderness, a meditation for faith praise. Please close your eyes. Father, the situations in my life sometimes cause me to listen to the negative attitudes around me. Instead of hearing your voice of hope, I temporarily succumb to fear, which is a tool of the enemy. But I give you praise for showing me a better way, your way. Father, I praise you for problems that can only be solved by faith. They are too enormous for me to even plan a solution. So I'm learning to speak words of faith and allow you to provide the answer. When I go through the day and and a surprise financial obligation greets me, I now know to be calm and say, Father, here's another debt I need you to pay. I praise you for a divine belief that does not have a prerequisite of intellect, wealth, or worldly prominence. Your blessing of faith is for anyone who trusts you, loves you, and believes you. Your glory is embedded in words of faith. As I speak my needs into a prayer and a praise of faith, you begin working on my behalf. My connection with you is strengthened. My burden is lifted. My anxiety is gone. Father, your command in 2 Corinthians 5 to walk by faith and not by sight develops my spiritual vision. The power you provide in your word and assurances are my daily arsenal against the adversary schemes. And the answers that are provided by faith encourage me to continue to grow in your word. I praise you for blessing me with testimonies in my life, which are examples of your love, Examples of impossible situations answered through the promises of faith. I give you praise, Father, for your infinite love and care. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen.
Matthew 7, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and it will be opened to you. Everyone who asks receives. He who seeks finds and to him who knocks, it will be opened. What man is there among you who if his son asks for bread, would give him a stone, or if he asked for a fish, would give him a serpent. If you, being evil, knows how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father in heaven give good things to those who ask him? Amen. And now God's promises for your life. You light my lamp, the Lord my God illuminates my darkness. From one day to the next, Joseph lost almost everything, his family, home, and freedom. How stunned and rejected he must have felt when his brothers told him he was taken to Egypt as a slave. No one would have blamed Joseph for feeling devastated. Life is like that at times. Sudden changes usher into dark seasons where we feel as if we've lost everything. We don't understand God's purposes for, and maybe even wonder if he's abandoned us. But the Lord didn't forsake Joseph and he is not rejecting us either. Even as a slave in a foreign land, Joseph experienced God's favor. And from his life, we know that a key to walking through dark seasons is to embrace the Lord's constant presence with us. Friends, because of the indwelling Holy Spirit given to you permanently at salvation, you belong to Jesus forever. No circumstance, no suffering or loss can separate you from his love you are not alone in this dark time, so give thanks for Christ's promises to be with you because he will sustain you in difficulty and he will lift you up in due time, just as he did for Joseph. Jesus, you comfort, guide, and sustain me in dark seasons. I know you will deliver me and I praise you. And I praise your wonderful name. Amen. And now reading briefly from the Bible, it says answers to life's questions. How can I develop and maintain an attitude of active listening before the Lord? Well, many people seem uncomfortable with silence, especially if they're alone. In silence, however, we are able to hear the still, small voice, the voice of the Lord. Certainly, the prophet Elijah knew this. After receiving a death threat from Queen Jezebel, Elijah escaped to an isolated desert area. There, in a cave, he heard the Lord. Quietness is essential to listening. 
If we are too busy to sit in silence in God's presence, or if we're preoccupied with thoughts or concerns about the day, if we have filled our minds for an hour upon hour with carnal interference and aimless chatter, then we're going to have difficulty listening for his still small voice. At some point during the day, be still before the Lord in prayer. You may find that late night or early mornings is a good time of solitude and quiet for you. A noonday walk in the park may be a time when you can quiet your soul before the Lord. Ask the Lord to reveal to you a time and a place where you might turn off the cares and worries of the world for a few moments to listen to him. So often we spend our prayer time by talking to the Lord without spending any time just waiting in silence to see what he has to say to us. Take time to intentionally sit or kneel in silence before the Lord. Empty your mind of all other thoughts. Concentrate on his word and his presence with you. Ask him to speak to you. Amen. And now our daily prayer. Bow your head. Dear God, as I begin this day, let me turn my thoughts to you and ask your help in guiding me in everything I say and do. Give me the patience that I need to keep my peace of mind. And with life's cares, I hope, dear God, some happiness to find. Let me live but for today, not worrying what's ahead. For I have trust that you will see I get my daily bread. Give me courage to face life's trials and not from troubles run. Let me keep this thought in mind, thy will, not mine, be done. And if some wish I do not get, though I have prayed to thee, help me to believe and understand you know what's best for me. I've failed you many times, I know, but when tonight I rest, I hope that I can kneel and say, Dear God, I've tried my best. Amen. In closing today, I want to share from In Touch Magazine. It says, what is the priority of your life? The one thing around which everything else revolves. Jesus tells us that God's kingdom and righteousness should be our highest aim. This isn't achieved through passivity. Matthew 6.33 uses the word seek, which implies activity and persistence. God's kingdom must be pursued every day, moment by moment. Life on earth takes place amidst two opposing realms that are in constant conflict, one under the control of this world and the other under God's kingship. To seek the Father's kingdom is to submit to his rule over every area of our life. The bottom line is obedience. To seek God's righteousness means cooperating with his process of transforming us into Jesus' image. 
an integral part of this process is the renewing of our mind with scripture. The word of God keeps the Father's viewpoint and instructions fresh in our thinking. Take a moment to evaluate who or what dominates your thoughts and affections. Where do you invest time and money? What desires govern your choices? Making Christ top priority requires submission to God, obedience to his word, and trust in his ways. And he promises to supply whatever you need in pursuing that goal. Amen. I am so glad that you took time to pray with me today. It has been awesome. Blessings are circulating our lives. Our relationship is stronger and closer to God. He is happy and therefore we are happy. Please continue your Wednesday in happiness and in prayer. I'll see you tomorrow. Bye for now.